Hi, am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say a tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and off-scene, you probably think I'm nice Cause I flow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, how short like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year, and welcome to the season premiere of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, I'm your host, and I'm so happy you're back to join me for the very first episode of 2023. Yes, we are back, my friends, to get you caught up with the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news. You should know what it is by now. We bring you everything in television, movies, non-spoiler reviews right here on a week-to-week basis, getting you caught up to speed with Am I on the Air? This is season 26. It is the season premiere, so it's episode one of season 26. Can you believe it, guys? We're back for the 26th season. 2023 broadcasting live tonight's show is titled holy free holies <laughs> we're talking about the news from december 29th through today january the 4th 2023 now yes we're doing the show late once again i'm gonna get it out the way last week's episode if you listened i told you all Things have been crazy, right? We've had a lot of holidays. We've had Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's. We've had different things going on with work schedules and people being off and people being on. And it's just been crazy, y'all. Crazy. It's been all over the place. So typically, I do episodes every single Monday. Well, last week, I couldn't do it. I had to do an episode on a Wednesday. Sorry about that. It's the way it is. This week, was hoping to get back to normal do an episode on a Monday, but guess what? It was a holiday once again. It was New Year's, and I was busy. So I did not do an episode on Monday, didn't have time on Tuesday. So look at me. I'm back here for the second week in a row on a Wednesday. That's correct. Um, Hey, man, you know, maybe Wednesday becomes the new Monday. Who knows? Uh, Hopefully next week I'll be back to a Monday routine. We'll have to wait and see how that one plays out. But I wanted to make sure I came here tonight and I got you guys caught up with the latest and the greatest. I do have a couple movie reviews to talk about. I got a couple television shows I want to talk about. And I just was so excited to get back here and get the season premiere going and get our new season kicked off. And get you guys caught up, man. I didn't want to wait any longer. I didn't want to push this off to next week. It's time to bring it. And again, it has been the holidays. Christmas, New Year's, everything going on. So there hasn't been a ton of news dropping. 
So again, I'm going to predict this will probably be about a half hour episode. So don't hold me to that, but that's that's where I'm expecting to go on this journey. So let's get this show on the road, guys. And I'm going to start with some non-spoiler reviews. I'm going to kick us off here. My first movie review is for The Whale. Now, some of you know what this is. Some of you, I bet, don't know what this is because this movie has been in limited release. Uh, kind of has flown under the radar. Not a lot of marketing. Um, but if you follow trends and you follow movies and if you follow award shows, you probably heard this name pop up a couple times because there's a lot of awards talk for The Whale. Um, I was very interested in this one because it's the latest film from Darren Aronofsky. And he's very hit and miss with me. Sometimes he does great stuff. Uh, I love The Wrestler. And sometimes he does other stuff where you're just like head scratching. But this movie looked unique, and I've heard nothing but great things about the performance that Brendan Fraser gives in this movie. And so I had some time this past Monday, um, and I went and checked out The Whale. And this movie is pretty damn incredible. It's a very dark movie. It's a very disturbing movie. It's a movie that I don't know if I could sit through again. You know, sometimes movies come across you like that where you're like, wow, that was really great. I never want to watch it again. Um, And I have a feeling that that's what The Whale is. And for those of you that don't know too much about this one, basically in a non-spoiler way, Brendan Fraser plays a very obese man uh, around the 600-pound mark um, who... Has fallen into a depression, works from home, never leaves his house, has lost his family, has lost his love, and is basically eating himself to death, uh, plain and simple. And it's about the movie, it takes you on the journey of a week in his life of the people that he does deal with. Of him maybe trying to reconnect with his daughter, who was played by Sadie Sink from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, and she was a very interesting character in this movie. Um, that's about where I'm going to leave it. Because this movie is pretty straightforward. It doesn't run too long. Comes in a little under two hours. Most of the movie takes place in the apartment that Brendan Fraser lives in. And you're just following this man's week. And like I said, it's a rough watch seeing what his character is going through. Um, that's about as much as I can go into it, guys. The performances are amazing. The direction is amazing. And I'll say it right now. If Brendan Fraser doesn't get an Oscar for this role, then I don't know what's going on with the Academy. Um, that is definitely the best lead male performance I have seen all year. Uh, big kudos to Brendan Fraser. I thought he did an amazing job in this role, and it couldn't have been an easy role to do. You felt his emotion. You felt everything he was thinking, everything he was feeling, sometimes just through his eyes. And yes, he was in prosthetics, and it still came through. You, you fell into the character. And never once did I look at the screen and feel like I was watching Brendan Fraser. It was crazy. Um, so, yes, I highly recommend this movie. 
If you can get out and see it, see it. Um, I don't know when it's going to hit streaming or anything like that. This is theatrical only right now. Um, but as we get into award seasons, I definitely think you should check it out. I'm going to be curious to see where he gets nominated. I know he's already been nominated for a Golden Globe. I'm just waiting to see what the Oscars do. Because um, I really think he should not only be nominated, but he should win this thing. And there's been some other great performances this year. But Brendan, Brendan, man, give this man the awards. So The Whale, I would give four out of five stars. Amazing film. Uh, very glad I got a chance to check it out. All right, then we're going to lighten the mood because the second movie I got is a family movie. And it was family movie time. Grabbed my daughter. We got to the theater and we watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. That's right. The newest movie in the Puss in Boots uh, catalog. Of course, Puss in Boots was originally a spinoff from Shrek. Uh, he made his debut in Shrek and then spun off into his own thing because he was such a popular character. And I've always enjoyed Puss in Boots. If you listen to me for any amount of time, you probably know I don't care for animated films. I don't. I just, they're, they're so kitty to me. And I just don't, I, I, I put them away into another bucket. I, I don't even try to like group them into normal reviews. Uh, I look at them in a different light. It's just, it's hard for me with animated films. Uh, obviously I've watched a lot more in the last nine years because of my daughter. Um, and sometimes it's very hard to sit through some of these things, but I'll tell you, I was actually excited to go watch Puss in Boots because this was a character that I really liked. What always worked with the Shrek franchise and then into the Puss in Boots franchise is they do a lot of stuff for the adults. There's a lot of adult humor, um, that they do in a really cool way that it goes over a kid's head, but then all the adults are like, <laughs> and that's what they do here. Again, there's a lot of adult humor in this thing. And this movie had me cracking up, man, from start to finish. Um, it lost me a little bit in the middle, but I thought it rebounded really well. The beginning's amazing. I had a big smile on my face and, uh, and it was the inspiration for tonight's show title. Holy free holies. Uh, I just, <laughs> Puss is an amazing cartoon character, and the movie ends on a very interesting note that makes you very curious for the future. I haven't heard any news about another sequel, but this movie definitely leaves you wanting more. Um, this was a fun one for the whole fam, and I definitely think you should check it out. So uh, I would give Puss in Boots the last wish I struggled with my score on this one. I originally gave it three stars. Couldn't quite get to four, but I feel like it's better than three. So I'm going to land in an area I don't like to, which is the half star area. And I'm going to give this one three and a half out of five stars. Really funny. Um, I'm a stickler for cartoons to really give them a four or five star mark. So it's very hard for me. I always feel like there's more that could happen. I was thinking this was going to be a four star movie, but like I said, it kind of lost me in the middle. Um, but it rebounded well. So I'm going to, I'm going to land at three and a half out of five here. Uh, but a great family film, man. Don't take my score to hesitate on anything. That is still a great score for a movie like this. And I definitely recommend you check this one out. So Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and now in theaters, three and a half out of five stars. Switching on over to the television landscape, I've been checking out some new stuff. And one of the new shows that I'm actually almost done with that just came out this past weekend is Kaleidoscope. 
And I've been looking really forward to Kaleidoscope because this is a unique show that is about a heist. Uh, think of it like an Ocean's Eleven type show. Um, but the cool thing about this, it's on Netflix, is that you can watch it in any sequence. So a lot of people are watching this in such a different order that everyone's getting a different viewing experience out of it. If you allow Netflix to do it, Netflix will shuffle the episodes after each one you're done with. Uh, each episode is labeled by a color. So there's black, yellow, green, violet, blue, uh, red, orange, pink, white. Uh, those are all the colors there. And so to keep it simple, each one's labeled by that color. And you start, obviously black is just an intro episode that just tells you this is what's happening. You can watch this in any episode, any order. Um, let's go. And you're off to the races. From my understanding, the episode white should technically go last because it is kind of the wrap up to the series. Nothing specifies that that's the way you got to do it, though. But I have seen some people say if you watch white early on, you feel like it kind of took away from the show. So I've been trying to keep white away. So far, I've been letting Netflix just do the auto shuffle. And white has not come up yet. I'm almost done. I only have pink and white left to go. So I've watched it in the order of black, yellow, green, violet, blue, orange, and red. That's the order that I've gone into it so far. And um, and then I'm going to start pink after I record. <laughs> and then probably wrap it up, obviously, with white. Uh, this show stars Giancarlo Esposito, who is always great in everything he does. He's the ringleader. Uh, the only other character in here that I really recognized was, um, well, there's a couple side characters I recognize, but the main one from the Thief group is Jai Courtney. That's right, Captain Boomerang's in this thing, uh, playing Jai Courtney, because I feel like lately he's been the same character. He's basically Captain Boomerang in this show. <laughs> Um, but I really like this show. I think it's great. And each episode is kind of taking you through a different time zone, right? Like this is a group that was together at one point and kind of disbanded. Uh, some of them went to prison. Some of them went to do other stuff. So as you're going through the episodes, you get basically the premises. They want to do this one last job, right? Just like oceans 11, right? We're going to hit the big one and we're going to go in and we're going to do this one last job. But as you go through the episodes, you see leading up to the heist, you see before the heist, you see after the heist, you see 20 years earlier, like you jump all around through the story of these characters. And I think it's super cool. And I love the concept that you can kind of watch this in any sequence. So a big thumbs up for me. This is on Netflix right now. It just started, uh, I believe on Monday, um, if I'm not mistaken. So it's only been out less than a week. Definitely check out Kaleidoscope. Now, staying on the Netflix train, I know I'm a little late to the party on this one, but I finally got around to Murderville. And Murderville is a very unique show starring Will Arnett, where he plays a homicide detective. And the funny thing about this show is you have a different celebrity guest on every episode, and that celebrity has no script. So Will Arnett has a script for the episode. Everyone else in the episode has a script for that episode, but the celebrity does not. So it becomes an improv of trying to figure out 
There's always a murder in each episode and the celebrity needs to figure out who did the murder. There's three suspects. They have to question them. They got to act like a cop. And at the end of the episode, they got to guess who committed the murder and you find out if they're correct or they're wrong. So it's a really cool concept. That's a lot of fun because so much of it is improvised. And in the first season, you have people like Marshawn Lynch, you have um, Ken Jong, Conan O'Brien, Sharon Stone, Kamal Nanjiani. Um, I forget, uh, the girl from, um, oh God, what's her name, man? From, uh, oh my God, I'm now I'm spacing even what the damn show is called. Uh, and it's one of my favorite comedy shows too. Um, man, I'm, I'm really pissed at myself right now. Uh, wow. Forgive me. Because I'm spacing and I don't know where to go with it and I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> but uh, uh, but she's in it. <laughs> so I thought everybody did a really good job on this show. Um, and um, Shit's Creek, that's it. I knew it would come to me. The uh, daughter in Shit's Creek, uh, she is uh, one of the guest stars as well. So um, and and also uh, Kevin can f himself. The show over on AMC Plus. So um, so. And I really like her. She's really pissed that I'm spacing on her name right now. Um, but everybody's really, really funny. The improv kills me. So they're the all the episodes are obviously streaming. There's six episodes. And then for Christmas, they put out a Christmas special called Who Killed Santa? A Murderville Murder Mystery. So Will Arnett is back. And he's got two guest stars this time. It's Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph. And they're trying to solve a crime of who killed this, like, mall Santa. It's super funny. I loved this Santa special. It's an hour long, so it's a little bit longer. All the other episodes are 30 minutes. Really funny, guys. If you like humor, you like improv, stuff like that, I really do think you should check out Murderville. It's really, really cool. Okay, let's see here. What else do we got? So everything else is kind of just real quick. Uh, I finished White Lotus Season 2. Really solid season. I liked it more than season one. Didn't care for the ending tremendously of season two. I thought the payoff was a little whack. Um, but I'm curious to see where we go for season three. That's for sure. So really enjoyed season two. Um, I started Servant season three. I have a love-hate relationship with this show. I loved season one of Servant. Season two, not so much. Um, but... Season four is actually getting ready to begin in about a month. Ago, so I feel like I have to get through three so I can prepare for season four. But I've only watched the first episode of season three and it was just okay. So we'll see where that season takes me. Uh, but Servant is on Apple TV+. And lastly, real quick, AGT is back with another spinoff kind of season. It's AGT All-Stars. So again, we're bringing back previously people that have done... America's Got Talent throughout all the years, fan favorites that are coming back, and each episode will have two people that go through, and then obviously in a couple weeks, the finale will happen where they'll all battle it out to see who is the ultimate all-star. I love AGT. It's a guilty pleasure show. It's an easy show to watch with the fam around. I'm starting to notice that more and more of the shows I watch, there's not a lot that's kid-friendly, and with my daughter always running around, he makes it hard. There's not a lot to, to watch. Um, that I feel safe having on the TV and AGT is one of those ones that it's just fun for the whole fam to sit down and watch. So AGT all-stars 
came back this week uh, in its first season, and you can check it out on Peacock as well. So that's what I got for you guys from a review standpoint. Thanks for listening to that um, as we're 18 minutes in. Um, we got The Whale now in theaters. We got Puss in Boots The Last Wish now in theaters. The Whale 4 out of 5, Puss in Boots 3.5 out of 5. Check out Kaleidoscope on Netflix, Murderville on Netflix, White Lotus Season 2. You can check out the whole season right now on HBO Max. Servant, all seasons 1, 2, and 3. You can check out on Apple TV+. Plus. Season 4 is coming soon. And AGT All-Stars over on Peacock. All right. So that's what we got there. Let's talk box office. Coming in at number 10, it's Strange World, uh, which once again is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Number 9 is The Menu, which is now streaming on HBO Max. Love The Menu. Make sure you check that one out. Number 8 is The Fablemans. Number 7, hey, it's The Whale. We just talked about it. Number 6 is Violent Night, which you can get on VOD. Number 5 is Babylon. Number 4 is I Want to Dance with Somebody. Number three is Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which we just found out will be hitting Disney Plus on February 1st. So about a month away, you'll be able to watch it at home, also in the IMAX ratio. So Wakanda Forever coming out February 1st on Disney Plus. Number two is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And number one, once again, it's Avatar The Way of Water, killing it at the box office, far, far above its competition, up to $1.4 billion, guys. At the box office, so we'll see if it can hit that $2 billion mark. It's definitely on its way. It is now officially the number one highest grossing movie of 2022. So congratulations there to Avatar, The Way of Water, which I have now seen three times, and it's incredible. So if you haven't seen it, get with it. All right, guys, let's switch gears. Let's get into our news of the last week. Uh, a new Stan Lee documentary is coming in 2023. I'm very excited about this. It'll be on Disney+. Plus, uh, So stay tuned. There's a little teaser trailer they dropped for. It doesn't really show much. But I am very excited for this new Stan Lee documentary coming to Disney+, Plus later in the year. Top Gun Maverick has set some streaming records for Paramount+, Plus, which is awesome. So congratulations there for that. We got an article up with um, Ryan Coogler, director of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, talking about why he went with an illness for T'Challa's passing in the movie. So read that if you're interested in some more. James Wan talking about working with Jason Blum. And there's a lot of talk about them maybe collaborating to do that long-awaited sequel to The Invisible Man. I love The Invisible Man, and I would love to see a sequel to that. So fingers crossed on that one. Um, we got an article up with Giancarlo Esposito talking and praising about Kaleidoscope and its randomized episode order. He says it takes you out of your comfort zone and almost forces you to pay more attention, which I totally agree with because it bounces around so much that it does make you pay attention a little bit more. We got a really cool collaboration up on our Twitter page that's talking about all the TV shows that are ending this year. Things like The Flash, Manifest, A Million Little Things, Riverdale, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and a whole bunch more. Um, it's a, it's put, pretty much putting all these shows together in a catalog, showing you what's wrapping up, just in case you might not know if a show you watch is actually on its last leg. Are you ready for 2023, guys? We got some big movies coming out this year. This Friday, we have Megan coming out. Of course, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We got things like Cocaine Bear, 
Creed 3, Scream 6, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, John Wick Chapter 4, Dungeons and Dragons, Evil Dead Rise, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, The Little Mermaid, Spider-Man Into the uh, Across the Spider-Verse Volume 1, Transformers Rise of the Beast, The Flash, Elemental, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Barbie, Oppenheimer, The Marvels, Blue Beetle, Craven the Hunter, Dune Part 2, Wonka, Ghostbusters, Aquaman 2, and that's just to name a few guys that's some of the big ones coming out this year 2023 is stacked and don't forget we are going to be coming at you here soon with a very special am i still on the air talking about our top 10 of 2022 and our most anticipated of 2023 and i think most of mine are going to be on that list i just read you so stay tuned on that one there's a really cool new comic book or not comic book but a book Coming out based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe And it'll be an official MCU timeline book You can pre-order it now on Amazon Doesn't come out to September of this year So a long ways away But this book sounds awesome I would love to see and read I, I collect a lot of the Marvel books that are published And this one will definitely be on my order list uh, Going through the full MCU timeline Of how everything plays together Sold, let's go uh, the Witcher showrunner says he knows how the Netflix series will end So there you go, we'll find out uh, there, just a little tease um, James Cameron says the Avatar 3 plot will feature a new Navi family uh, Or tribe called the Ash People, that's what he's officially calling them And he's saying the Ash People aren't going to be so nice Like some of your uh, familiar blue Navi um, so, uh, we've been waiting for this. We kind of talked about this on our spoiler review that you feel like in Pandora, there's gotta be like another tribe of Navi. That's not your typical nice guy kind of crew, like a bad guy group of Navi. And I feel like that's where we're going with the Ash people. So it'd be very interesting. I know my boy peeps talks about, um, maybe the bad ones being like a red color. I think that'd be too on the nose, but, uh, it'd be interesting to see how the Ash people look. So course looking very forward to uh, Avatar 3 hopefully still coming out in 2024 um, Let's see here we got an article up with the producers of the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Talking about the big challenges of the sequel so something interesting to look into In uh, some sad news the other day Barbara Walters passed away That's right the age of 93 so man she lived a great great life uh, of course, she was the host of The View, and she did 2020, 60 Minutes, all that stuff. Barbara Walters, definitely one of those news names that I grew up on. Uh, so sad to see her passing uh, a little bit after Christmas there. So uh, thoughts and prayers with all her family and friends. The X Factor might be returning to U.S. television. This, of course, was, remember Simon Cowell when he left American Idol, and then he brought out X Factor because he had been doing it in the U.K., and he said, you know what, I want to do it in the U.S., and uh, it's basically American Idol, but um, it's something different, right? Uh, now, The X Factor was on Fox, and it only aired for a couple seasons, and then Simon ended up quitting the show, and then Fox was like, yo, no Simon, no show, and they pulled the plug on it. But it sounds like some networks have reached out to Simon and been like, hey, would you be interested in bringing X Factor back in the U.S.? And uh, he might be willing to do it. So keep an eye out there if uh, X Factor returns. We have the teaser trailer for The Company You Keep, which is a new television show uh, Milo Ventimiglia is going to be doing, uh, of course, from This Is Us. 
This is his follow-up show where he plays a con man in love with a CIA agent in the new upcoming ABC drama. So check out the new teaser trailer for that. George R.R. Martin says that some of the Game of Thrones spinoffs that they've been discussing have been shelved over at HBO and HBO Max due to all the shuffling they've been doing. So it looks like they're scaling back, which I think is a good idea. Evangeline Lilly talking about still wanting to do an all-female A-Force movie Uh, I know a lot of people would love to see that But we'll have to wait and see if that actually happens Uh, She Said, which was a big movie last year um, It's actually getting an early streaming release And it's actually going to be this Friday So the 6th, January 6th, She Said will be streaming on Peacock So I know I'm looking forward to it I've already added it to my queue Did not see this one in the theater, but uh, I've heard nothing but great things, so I'll be checking out She Said this weekend over on Peacock. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Jeremy Renner. I know a lot of people have been wondering about this. Uh, We got news on New Year's Day that Jeremy Renner had been airlifted to a hospital in critical but stable condition. Uh, And it sounded like he was uh, operating a snowplow And somehow the snowplow rolled on top of him and crushed his leg and possibly injured his chest as well. Uh, And and he was in bad, bad shape. Luckily, his neighbor is a doctor, ran over and put his leg in a tourniquet. The helicopter came, airlifted him to a hospital, and he's getting the best care right now. He's had a couple surgeries. He actually tweeted out yesterday, thank you for the well wishes. Um, He's still got a long road of recovery to go to. Um, But our thoughts and prayers are definitely with Hawkeye over here. We love Jeremy Renner, love everything that he does. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, And this was really sad to hear, you know, a very freak accident. Um, And we definitely hope nothing but the best for Jeremy Renner here. Yellowstone uh, has announced that it's season five is coming back soon and they've released the first teaser trailer for it. Of course, season, um, it was the winter finale of Yellowstone just this past weekend. And uh, give me one second. I'm trying to pull up this date for you guys. Uh, I don't watch Yellowstone, so I don't have this information right in front of me. But uh, Sunday was the winter finale of Yellowstone. And um, Paramount Network has already announced that the show's return date, along with the brand new teaser that they just dropped, Season 5 will continue in the summer of 2023. So, man, yeah, we've had the first eight episodes, and then it will come back in the summer. So that's quite a gap. I don't know why they still call these one season. Honestly, this is like a whole new season right here. So they should just do it. I mean, HBO's got no problem doing eight-episode seasons. So there you go. Um, But in the meantime, of course, you could still watch the latest prequel series, 1923, dropping new episodes every Sunday on Paramount+. Plus. That season one finale will air on February 5th. Uh, So lots of spinoffs all over the place. But you're going to have to wait till the summertime to get the rest of your Yellowstone fix. Michael Weatherly is teasing that he might be returning for a little guest stint on NCIS this year. So we'll see if that actually happens. Lizzo in Concert is now streaming over on HBO Max. I know this is something a lot of fans have been waiting for. And HBO Max, for some reason, had said they were putting it out and then didn't put it out and then said it again, then didn't do it again. But it is there. It is there. It's finally happening. So as some would say as Lizzo fans, it's about damn time. So there you go. Um... (laughs) 
<laughs> we have everything coming and going this month over on Netflix. Um, so make sure you check that out to see if anything's coming that you're interested in. I'm looking really, really forward to the new movie, You People. Uh, the, with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill I think it looks hilarious And that's going to be hitting at the end of the month Over on Netflix January 27th So make sure you check that out Along with everything else That's popping up over there um, Let's see here We talked about that We talked about that uh, The show 1899 over on Netflix Has been cancelled After just one season That's right And a lot of people are mad about this uh, I haven't heard anybody talk about this show until it got canceled. And then everybody's like, oh my God, it got canceled. How dare they do this? Because uh, no one watched it. That's how they can do this. But yes, 1899 has been canceled over on Netflix after just one season. Batgirl's Leslie Grace, she revealed her upgraded costume from the now canceled Batgirl movie. And I got to say, it's pretty cool. I like the upgraded suit. It looks more of like what I expected her suit to look like. And then when they released those early pictures of her in the suit and it looked just like a leather jacket, I was like, that's an odd choice. But yes, just like we had kind of assumed, that was like early in the movie. And then by the end, she's got her classic costume on. And I thought this picture looked pretty cool. It makes me sad once again that we're not getting this Batgirl movie, man. I just still bums me out that that, that got canceled the way it was. Um... Let's see here. Yeah, like I said, Jeremy Renner tweeted out, thank you all for the kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all with a hospital picture of him at the ho- in the hospital bed. And boy, he does not look good. But I'm glad to hear that he's talking and he's awake, he's aware, and that's always great, great signs. Hugh Jackman stars in Hulu's new animated adult animated series, Koala Man. And we have the first trailer for that. Superman and Lois, we found out that John Cryer will not be reprising his role as Lex Luthor and the role will be recast. This doesn't shock me as we've now found out that Superman and Lois takes place in a multiverse and is not a part of the Arrowverse that we're all accustomed to. So it kind of makes sense that he's not Lex in this timeline. The writer of the Assassin's Creed Netflix series has left the project. So that's a big hit. And they're now going to search for another new writer. Hopefully that project will come out uh, somewhat decent because that movie sure as hell did not. We have the teaser trailer for The Consultant. This is Christopher Waltz's new thriller series. I actually like this little teaser. It looks really interesting. And I'll be checking out this show thanks to this teaser trailer. Ice Cube says he's not giving up on a sequel to Friday. Um, so yes, we've been hearing a lot about this lately, even though he keeps battling with Warner Brothers, but he says he will not give up. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Outer Banks Season 3 is coming soon over on Netflix, so keep your eyes out on that one. Uh, James Cameron talking about Avatar once again, saying that he considers Avatar one big story similar to episodic television. So that makes sense when you think about it. He's basically making one long story. He's chopping up into little pieces. James Wan says that The Conjuring 4 might officially wrap up the series. Yeah, we've heard that before. Wait till it makes a billion dollars and then they'll continue that one. House of the Dragon uh, Season 2 will adapt the Blood and Cheese storyline. Slow Horses Season 3 has dropped its first teaser trailer, so check that out if you're interested. Uh, Stephen Amell uh, talking about Heel. Uh, Heels, sorry I I love the show Heels that Stephen Amell does It's on Stars. It's based uh, on a wrestling family And I love pro wrestling So I was a sucker for this show And I love season one It quickly got picked up for a season two 
that they finished filming a while ago. And a lot of people have been wondering where the hell is season two of heels. What Stephen Amell says is basically it's a rights issue that obviously stars has streaming rights to it, but there's another side of the rights that are tied up right now. And they're kind of battling it out with stars to see what's what. So he thinks it'll still be out sooner rather than later. He believes it'll be out early this year, but again, this is his speculation. So we'll have to wait and see. I'll keep you guys posted on this. I'm very excited for season two of heels and hopefully, like he said, it'll be sooner rather than later. Uh, the flash, we know we're going into the final season of the flash coming out next month and they've just announced, uh, some familiar faces are returning, um, which I think is very cool because you know, when you go into a last season, man, we want to see some more and the flash has announced a trio of returning characters for its ninth and final season premiering Wednesday, February 8th. And that includes series vet Keenan Lonsdale, who of course plays kid flash, AKA Wally West, uh, also due for encores. Uh, for the final season will be David Ramsey, who of course plays John Diggle, a.k.a. Spartan, and Sendhil Ramurthy as the season six baddie Ramsey Rosso, a.k.a. Bloodwork. Um, and then, uh, breaking news, we just found out earlier today that speaking of Stephen Amell, which we just talked about on Heels, that Stephen Amell is going to be popping up as Oliver Queen, a.k.a. Green Arrow, in this final season. Now, some of you might say, didn't Green Arrow die? Yes, he did. So I'm guessing he'll be back in some kind of flashback scene. I'm guessing, unless another multiverse version of him is coming through. We don't know any details, but but it's cool to hear that Stephen Amell is going to be popping up here for the final season as well. So they're going big on this final season for The Flash, and I appreciate that. Sherlock Boss uh, has issued a public plea to Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Please come back for season five. Of Sherlock, that's right, Sherlock creator Stephen Moffat uh, wants to do a fifth season of the international smash hit, but he needs the two leads to agree, so he is begging, begging Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, please come back, please, so very interesting to see that, you don't see people grovel too often in Hollywood, but that's where that one's at, um, we also have the new trailer for Hunters Season 2, uh, of course, this is a Prime Video series as well. And then today, the Evil Dead Rise trailer came out, and it came out in two versions, a green band and a red band. This movie hits theaters on April 21st. We have the new poster for it also, which is awesome. This trailer, I only watched the red band trailer. It's batshit crazy. It's gory. It's graphic. I like the style they're doing. I like that it's not just going back to the cabin and rehashing everything we've seen in Evil Dead before. This trailer is great, and I'm excited, very excited for Evil Dead Rise, April 21st, only in theaters, so get ready for that. We have your first look at the Gran Turismo movie. That's right. Remember, um, Neil Blomkamp is filming that right now, still, still in production, but they released a little sneak peek video of the first look at it, which is pretty awesome. We also have the final trailer for Plane. Yes, the new Gerard Butler, Mike Coulter movie that comes out next weekend. We have the final trailer for Plane that you could check out. The Ocean's Eleven prequel is set to start um, filming in February. And this is a movie, or actually I think in March. And this is the movie that's going to have Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in it. We don't know any other cast other than those two. Uh, but it is a prequel. It's going to take place in the 60s. 
I don't know if they're related to George Clooney. I don't know if they're they're his parents uh, back in this time. Like, whatever the case may be, we know it's a prequel. We know it takes place in the 60s, and we know it has Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. But the Ocean's Eleven prequel movie will start filming in March. We also have the season two sneak peek of Foundation, which comes back in 2023. This is an Apple TV Plus sci-fi show. I was so excited for Foundation, and I never even finished season one because I just didn't like it very much. And it was one of my most anticipated shows of last year. So very sad. Maybe I'll try to give it a whirl and finish it out. Uh, because season two is coming, so I might give it another chance because I'm a sucker like that. The Walking Dead, Dead City, we have your first official synopsis for the show, and it also confirms a time jump for the AMC spinoff, so check that out if you're interested to learn more. Disney Plus is set to adapt the C.J. Sampson's detective novels, Detective Shardlake. Never heard of this one, um, but it's based on the best-selling crime novel series about the hunchback lawyer. There you go. Uh, We also have your first look photos of the Hulu show Boston Strangler, uh, the upcoming true crime drama uh, starring Kira Knightley. So check out your first look at that. Agatha Coven of Chaos has officially added WandaVision star Deborah Jo Rupp to the cast. We're starting to hear rumors that Aaron Taylor Johnson has met with the producers of James Bond. He might actually be the next James Bond. Isn't that interesting? So going from kick-ass to James Bond, man. I love Aaron Taylor Johnson. I would not be mad at this, even though I still want it to be uh, Henry Cavill. But we'll see how it goes. But yes, there's a lot of rumors that he has met with the producers of Bond. And we'll see where it goes there. Uh, we also have your first look at Mel Brooks's Hulu sequel, History of the World Part 2. So make sure you check that out when you get a chance. And on that note, my friends... That's the end of our show. So I, I had predicted it would be about the 30-minute mark. We're at 39 right now, and that's just because I did a lot of reviews in the beginning. So take out the reviews. I came in under budget. So <laughs> there you go. But, hey, man, it's the season premiere. We got to go big or go home, right? So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. We got a lot of great stuff planned in 2023. Like I said, we're going to be doing the top 10 most anticipated of 2023 top 10 movies of 2022 we're going to be doing our phase four countdown uh special as well i'm looking at doing some special videos on um instagram maybe so keep an eye out for that uh i'll be looking to bring back uh am i on the air quick bites in a very big way i know i launched quick bites in 2022 and uh actually it might have launched in 2021 And, um, but in the past six months or so, I've completely fallen off and I apologize for, I know a lot of you really like the quick bites, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just knowledge. And, uh, I was speaking with my boy Friggins today and we were kind of game planning like, Hey, how can I really bring it back? And how can I make it special? And I got some ideas and, uh, but definitely getting my commitment there for 2023 to as news drops jumping on and having the outlet to speak my mind in a quick bite forum. So keep an eye out for new quick bite episodes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so man, 2023 is going to be big guys going to be big. Looking forward to it. Uh, of course, growing the YouTube channel and just everything else, the TikToks, everything in between. So make sure you follow the show, check out our official webpage, bookmark it. Am I on the air.com? It's got all your links to everything. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air? Follow us on Twitter at am I on the air? Follow me on Twitter at DX Don mega. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Please leave a verbal review on there. 
Um, it really helps the show out if you guys would take a second to just leave a review. Uh, but if Apple's not your thing, give us a five stars on Spotify, thumbs up everywhere you listen, because we're on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pandora. We're on everything. So find us where you like and give it a big thumbs up. That would really help us out. Um, and, uh, of course, get us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all simply at Am I on the Air. Shout out to our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. The Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at PopCulture underscore pros. So proud to be a part with them. And, uh, and that'll do it for me on this Wednesday, January the 4th, 2023, for our Season 26 premiere episode, Holy Free Holies. Uh, I really appreciated your time. Hopefully, like I said, I got tickets for this Friday to see Megan. So we'll definitely be talking about Megan on the next episode. And we'll see what else comes out and comes our way. So until next time, y'all, happy new year. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!